This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good afternoon and welcome to Enterprise Biz Bites. I'm Roshan Kanesan in the studio with Frida Liu. It is now 12.05 p.m. It is, in fact, the Thursday. If you were around with us on Tuesday, you'd know that I kind of fast forwarded a bit, I jumped the gun and jumped to Friday Junior. It is now May 25th and I also got that date correct. Well done. So, Frida. <laughs> Today, almost everyone we meet is on some form of social media, yes. right? Yeah. Whether it's this app or the other app, it's blue, it's purple, it's TikTok, <laughs> you know, it's it, it, one app or the other. Right. And whether it's because you're looking for news or you want to read local politics or all you want to do is check out sports or particularly international events, these social media apps have bled into our lives in these areas. And like, well, in the world of business, social media has become an essential tool for businesses of all size to communicate with potential customers. Mm. Some stats. In 2023, it is estimated that 4.9 billion people are on social media globally. So this presents businesses a huge opportunity to reach potential customers and clients through social media marketing, uh, gaining new customers, establishing brand presence and sales increase. Such are the advantages businesses can gain via an effective social media presence. And one key platform uh, that's played a big role over the last decade uh, for businesses to communicate and storytellers to communicate and engage with potential customers and audiences has been Twitter. However, um, since Elon Musk bought Twitter, the social media platform has been, uh, how do I put this, going through um, a bit of a rough patch, some right. questionable decisions, right. things like that. So, so from killing API integration of popular third-party apps to changing how verified blue ticks work, a conversation we had during uh, the news, uh, the seemingly random decisions have had big influences, storytellers and business wondering whether Twitter is still a reliable way to communicate and engage with their respective audiences. And, you know, to further muddy the waters here, Not it seems enough, like, huh? like, you mm. know, like sharks smelling blood in the water. It's uh, Instagram is reportedly working on a new competitor to Twitter with a, t- a text-based app codename named P92. Whatever that means, we'll mm-hmm. find out eventually. Uh, where users will use their Instagram details to log in and the app will be using decentralized servers, kind of like Discord or if you were <laughs> early into revolting against Twitter, you would have used this uh, open source social media network called Mast- Mastodon uh, where basically ser- uh, servers are decentralized and you pick which one you want to go in. Uh, Bloomberg reported uh, late last week that celebrities and influencers are already testing out the new app and it could apparently be released as soon as next month. Mm. So interestingly, in response to a TechCrunch article summarising leaked details about the app, the newly appointed Twitter CEO tweeted, Game on! Welcoming <laughs> the potential challenge from Instagram. And with all these changes and potential challenges surrounding Twitter, it begs the question, as a business or storyteller, should Twitter still be a priority platform for you? You know, in fact, if we widen that up and look at the broader scale here, um, how relevant or important is social media in general for your business to engage customers and grow. Mm. And we want to hear from you. Let us know what you think over on our U mobile number. That's 018-789-8899. In the meantime, while we await, eagerly await your Mm. responses, uh, given all that we've talked about and the questions surrounding all of this and the role of and relevance of Twitter and social media platforms in general for storytellers and businesses, we've enlisted the help of Richard Kerr, Chief Storyteller and Founder at Richard Kerr Digital. Also a very prominent influencer in his own right. Uh, Richard, thank you for uh, joining us today. 
Thank you, guys. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. I think for some context here, I think we should start off a little bit with a little bit about you, Richard. Um, give us a sense of the work you through you do through your uh, your agency, but also the uh, the social media stuff that you've been doing. Um, so in essence, I, what I do is I tell stories um, on my social media platforms. I touch on technology, um, businesses, marketing, and also mindset. So that's how I actually use in terms of how do I build my audience. Mm. But in another part, I run my own creative marketing agency. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I do three things basically. My first business model is I help companies to create content. Right. As you know, companies are busy with their operations and day-to-day work. They don't have time to think about creating content. So we help address that part. Mm-hmm. Secondly, I use my platform as an influencer marketing platform mm-hmm. where I help companies to boost their presence. So I tell stories about the company, founder story, their struggles, and basically any breakthroughs that they have gone through. And thirdly, it seems there's like more demand in this space. People right. wanted to be trained in terms of how do they create more compelling content on social media, copywriting, creating short videos and those kind of things. Right. So a very busy, busy man, right? Now, okay, so we were talking about Twitter, right? And of course, mm-hmm. you also on Twitter. And given all the disruption that Twitter's been going through and talks of Meta building a Twitter alternative, uh, do you think that Twitter has lost its luster when it comes to helping businesses communicate and engage with their customers? I believe, I don't think so, because... I think for most people, they tend to misunderstand how social media works. Because for a lot of businesses, when they use social media, they want to sell their products right away or sell their services. In fact, people go to social media to really socialize and they need to be to learn something from social media. They wanted to be entertained. Uh, they first. Want, yes, right. entertained yeah. first. They want to get information, want to be inspired in some ways. So I guess... It is something that businesses have to think. Yeah. It is not about getting out there and, and then just sell your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So they have to look at it differently. It, yeah. In the storytelling concept as well, you're also building trust. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. You know, Richard, what you said is, uh, reminds me a lot of uh, Gary Vaynerchuk and what he used to say. It was jab, 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 right yeah, hook, right? right? So essentially, build relationship, build relationship, build relationship, and then sell or yeah. don't sell, whatever. I mean, <clears> that has many connotations to it. Uh, but given all the disruptions there, have you seen maybe Twitter lose a bit of its. Um, what it used to be very popular, right? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's has. Uh, I know you said earlier that it hasn't, mm-hmm. but is it maybe not as engaging as it used to be? Because you know there's a lot of criticisms about it. I think it's more of, of perception because, mm. as you know, since Elon took took over Twitter, right? I think ultimately they have to focus on revenue mm. and businesses, of course. So there's a lot of changes happening right now on Twitter, for example. Those who subscribe to Twitter Blue, which you basically yeah. you get the, that blue tick, right? Which they, we which we don't have a picture. We, <laughs> <laughs> we gave ourselves our own blue tick. Own blue tick. Um, it's basically, for example, you would be able to upload two hours of video now mm-hmm. on uh-huh. on Twitter, right? And we didn't have that before, and it's constantly going in terms of like the development phase, and it's ever changing. So I think they're just trying to find. What's the best way to really, really help people to grow on this platform? And as you know, there were a lot of people who got banned on Twitter before and mm. then they got unbanned. Yeah. So now they have their voice again. So, uh, 
of the new features that uh, in this new Musk era, um, besides the two-hour uh, video mm-hmm. use there, which I guess is expensive, so yep. obviously you have to pay for something like that. Um, anything else that has um, you know made it more engaging? Views have come into play. Um, views. Oh yes, yeah. so I think personally, I feel that my content gets discovered by people even more today. So hmm. I have followers coming from coming in from different parts of the world, which I have no idea where they came from. Suddenly there are people like doing something similar like what I do started to follow me. Okay. Yeah. So that's one thing. And also if you're subscribed to Twitter Blue, you're able to, you know, you used to be able to save bookmarks, right? Right. To create book- now you're able to categorize them like to whatever you want to do, like in terms of if I want to talk about marketing. So for example, if I found an interesting article about marketing or thread, I would just save them accordingly. It's not just like one piece of bookmark. Right. Yeah. Okay. And when you, these people that have discovered you, where are they coming from? So I have people coming from the States, mm. um, parts of South America, hmm. of course, from the region like Indonesia and Philippines. Okay. Yeah. Now, Richard, Twitter isn't the only platform that's gone through changes, although it may have been a bit more cowboy when it went through <laughs> it. Uh, but it's more concerning, uh, given the cowboy nature of it. Um, and I guess questions over the uh, direction of the platform overall. Uh, all these things are beyond our control. So as uh, someone who uses social media platforms actively, when platforms like Twitter or YouTube for that matter or Instagram change their algorithms, mm-hmm. change their processes, yep. in effect, uh, uh, change the way a lot of people make money, mm-hmm. uh, do we just have to accept it? Or uh, do we then have the choice to deprioritize those platforms that change and then move to something else? My take for that is you need to focus on what you do best. Okay, that's the first thing. But of course, as you know, platforms, algorithms, they change all the time, probably almost on a daily basis. And I think as long as you create value to your audience, you don't actually have to worry about how the algorithm changes. Because... Like social media, right? As I said, it's not really about just a platform for you to sell stuff. It is about a platform to create value to your audience. So if you focus on that, create the right kind of content, I think you'll be able to grow in any platform that you want. Hmm. So I focus in most of the social media platforms today. Hmm. Um, LinkedIn, TikTok. um, Of course, my Facebook is the biggest right now. Hmm. And continue to explore like new platforms like coming up like Clapper. Clapper is it's the uh, the replacement of TikTok just in case it gets banned in the US, <laughs> right? Yeah, so people okay. have started to build that platform already. Um, Laminate, Laminate, it's also another platform. Oh, that's that an is, interesting one. Yeah. ByteDance. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. ByteDance's Twitter, Twitter Instagram yes. replacement. Correct, yes. Um, ladies and gentlemen, today on BizBytes, we've been exploring the role and relevance of Twitter and other social media platforms with Richard Kerr, Chief Storyteller and Founder at Richard Kerr Digital. Uh, tell us what you think over on WhatsApp at 018-789-8899 or tweet us over on, well, uh, BFM Radio. I'm Richard Kinesen with Frida Liu and here is OMD with Dreaming on BFM 89.9. Become fabulous millionaires. BFM 89.9. 
Welcome back to Enterprise Biz Bytes here with Roshan and Frida. If you've just joined us, Twitter has been a key way for storytellers and businesses to communicate and engage with their audiences and potential customers. However, with all the varying changes that Elon Musk has introduced since buying Twitter, the the questions have come up around mm. the reliability and relevance of the platform. Uh, today on Biz Bytes, we're exploring the role and relevance of Twitter, but also other social media platforms to business and storytellers and helping us with this conversation is Richard Kerr, Chief Storyteller and Founder at Richard Kerr Digital. Richard, earlier we were talking a little bit about your views on Twitter. Now let's take a look beyond Twitter because I mean you've done you've done quite well for yourself on Twitter, but you've also got quite a promising uh, audience base here on Facebook and LinkedIn as well. Maybe give us a sense of the um, the key ingredients that have helped you utilize and leverage these platforms uh, so well? Yeah, so <clears throat> I think um, each platform has its own uniqueness, right? And mm. how does it serve certain types of audiences? But if you want to talk about Twitter, for example, I think it's a great place to write because it's very text-based and it's it's how actually Twitter started anyway, right? Mm. And if you talk about Facebook, Facebook, that's a, it's a great place, of course, for friends. And, and there's a lot of um, communities inside yeah. Facebook that you can really leverage on. And LinkedIn, for example, it's, it's mostly for businesses. Um, and it's a, it's a great platform, actually, for, for to inspire people as well. Because business leaders are there, people who are... Know, the makers and change, uh, makers and shakers of the industries. So it's basically what I do on all of these platforms. It's always about creating value to, to my audiences, whether through you know um, sharing inspiring posts, new technologies, new marketing, anything that actually gives them something. For each post that I posted, it need, there needs to be something that the audience will be right. able to take away. And, and, yeah. and for TikTok? For TikTok as well, I yeah. do storytelling there. So whatever content that I have created on my Twitter, telling stories about Malaysian mm. success stories, I basically just narrate those, uh, those the text that I have created, mm. turn them into a, video, a short video with all the relevant images. So apparently people liked it. So when I did the experiment in August, right, I said, I'm going to grow my TikTok, but I wasn't sure how to do it. Right. So I said, I'm going to do 30 videos each day and post about Malaysian success stories. Of course, <laughs> I did not manage to do 30 videos. I was able to do 20 videos. But at one point in time, my followers on TikTok grew about 30,000 within three weeks. Wow. Yeah, within three weeks. Imagine you done 30. Yeah. So, 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 <laughs> um, yeah, so, but I stopped. I mean, I have not been really active yet on TikTok, but I'm going to continue growing it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and of course, I, I mean, just elaborating on your point, like you see like this professional. So given your active presence on these platforms right mm-hmm. down to TikTok and, you know, even IG, right? What do you see as the key differences and benefits you've been seen from using Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, all this, what have do, do they all end up in conversions? Conversions, if you talk about con, uh, followers conversion, yes. Um, again, it is always about how do you create those content, right? Specifically for those uh, certain types of audiences. But if you talk about uh, business conversion, yes, because um, you have to think this from those who do sales and marketing, they would know about that, that funnel, right? Mm. So so the top of the funnel, it's basically where you get people to discover you. The middle of the funnel, it's where people get to like you. And and bottom of the funnel, it's where you get people to trust you and mm. really 
buy your stuff. So I build relationships. When I have followers, I build relationship with them. I interacted with them, whatever comments that they left on my profile, I would just reply to them each one. I believe that is actually what is important on social media. It's not just about posting, it is about interacting and build relationship as well. I find that so tiring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know, I can imagine. <laughs> Sorry, Sprita, you, you whispered that. Would you like to <laughs> speak up a little bit? Um, so, Richard, just following up on that, um, you've got big audiences on LinkedIn, uh, Facebook and Twitter, uh, TikTok as well, Instagram, not mm-hmm. just yet. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen diff- key differences between these platforms in terms of how you apply, how you use them? Um, do you use LinkedIn for something? Do you use, twi- use mm. Twitter for something? Mm. Earlier you mentioned how you're, I mean, these three are text-based, but yes. you've gone to TikTok and you're using the same script and applying it in a video. visual video mm. format. Yeah. Um, what differences have you noticed between these different platforms? The differences, of course, the, the type of content that is being generated on that platform. But... For most times, I would start my content on Twitter first because it gives me the opportunity to think mm. how to craft mm. great stories, right? Because there's some limitation in terms of how many characters you can put on Twitter. So that actually pushes your mind on how do you create a compelling copywriting. So from okay. there onwards, then I do a, a... This is a, basically the hack that I've done because if I see my Twitter post does really well, what I would do is I would just screenshot them and repost them on my Facebook. Uh. It's a lazy way to do it. It's a lazy way to do it. But it works. Okay. It works. Because there's a lot of people who are actually not on Twitter. They're on Facebook, but they still want to see my content, right? So that's what I did. And of course, I mentioned about TikTok. It's just a matter of narrating them. So so Twitter is like basically my your, your, your diary. My, oh, my diary is like okay. my, my yeah, whatever. Oh, that's, that's your platform yeah, for you, okay? That's right. All right. Yeah. Okay. And I just want to touch on a little bit on a little bit more and, and, and LinkedIn again, right? And of course, this sort of taken off in the last few years and is, is, mm-hmm. is this a must-use platform for businesses, yes, right? Agree. And then I guess with that, what do you see as a key tenets to succeed on LinkedIn? Um, so we go back to basics. It's always, how do you create value to your audience? It's mm. always, that's always, I would, you know, keep on repeating this all the time. Mm. But it is always about when you post something, as I said, right? It's about, so what? If you post something, what is in what is the value that they actually bring to the audience? Mm. Because if you look at how even the whole social media landscape today is, people want to relate to people. Yeah. And the human side, I think it's still going to be really, really crucial in, mm. in all social media platforms. People, I guess, they do not want to interact so much anymore with uh, faceless corporations or faceless mm. social media pages. They want to see people behind them. Mm. So that's why businesses need to start thinking, how do they humanize the brands? Okay. How do you show the people who are actually working in your office? And it's not really about just highlighting your leaders, it is also highlighting about the people from different level of, right. you know, within the organization. Right. Yeah. And I have to say that not not platform wise, but even like even uh, uh, Air Asia has done a great job, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, yes, Tony talks, right? Yeah. But then you also see the other people, the yeah. what the all stars and the all that, right? Yeah. They feature them as well. Correct. Yeah. 
Today on BizBytes, we've been exploring the role and relevance of Twitter and other social media platforms with Richard Kerr, chief storyteller at, uh, and founder of Richard Kerr Digital. Tell us what you think over on WhatsApp at 018-789-8899 or tweet us on, at BFM Radio. I'm Roshan with Frida and here's the queen of rock and roll, Tina Turner on BFM 89.9. Best flipping moments, BFM 89.9, the business station. Welcome back to Enterprise BizBytes. I'm Roshan Kanisen, joined in the studio by Frida Liu. If you've just joined us today on BizBytes, we're exploring the role and relevance of Twitter and other social media platforms to businesses and storytellers. Helping us with this conversation has been Richard Kerr, Chief Storyteller and Founder at Richard Kerr Digital. Uh, Richard, with Instagram Reels and TikTok uh, becoming very popular modes of social media. It really does feel like content creation has become <laughs> so much harder. It's a full-time job. Yeah, you know, in the sense that um, not only do you have to create videos and visuals and all of that, um, you've also got to make it short and entertaining yeah, and keep attention and all of that. So um, from your viewpoint, how have you seen the change uh, in the social media landscape uh, in terms of uh, marketing and engagement, and how do you talk to your clients about how to manage that? So, so Russian, you're right about creating content, right? Imagine companies, you know, they used to be just need to focus on their business. Mm. Now they have to focus on publication, mm. producing all this content because of social media. It, it is where the attention is. People are actually on social media and across all social media platforms. So in terms of um, leveraging on different platforms, right, it is really about, as I, again, go, go back to the value and what are you actually trying to, to, to give value to your audience. So for example, if you are in a bicycle business, you don't want to just sell your bicycle right yeah. away. You can talk about the bicycle industry. You can talk about the, the cyclists. cyclists, who are the people behind it, and where are the best places to, to go cycling. That's how you actually create interesting content to get you discovered by, by people. And of course, then you have, you know, as social media have, have uh, the platform has changed over the years, now it's all, everything's about short videos. It is because, of course, TikTok came in, right? They started mm. to do all these short videos. And then Instagram and Facebook are trying to, to, and even YouTube is trying to replicate that or even imitate. And, but in essence, right, um, it, is just, it is always about how do you actually create a compelling content for your audience. And, and I think this is where the opportunity is. Because, for example, platforms like TikTok, Facebook, um, they now become a platform for you to be discovered. So you don't actually have to have a lot of followers. For example, on TikTok, I have seen people who have like 10 followers and because they created an interesting video that gets a lot of engagement and then suddenly, boom, they have right. thousands of followers. Yeah. So basically, if they have a problem, they are sourced to people like you. Yes, so that's why that's why we exist. That's why we exist. Right? It's it's because we are on these platforms all the time. We know what are the trending, you know, content and how can people really leverage on it. You know, yeah. I, I attended a futurist course years ago, uh, and it was like it, it, every company ha is going to be a media company, yeah, right? And when, right. when you think about that 
right, right. What would make me connect better to this brand to come back to that brand is because I've heard more about you. Mm-hmm. And of course, yeah. when I hear more about you, the more human you are, then I connect better with you. So really, every company basically have to be a media company and create yeah. content. Yeah, every company is going to be a tech company, uh, a media company. Yeah. Uh, forget about the actual business you're doing. Like. Exactly. <laughs> right? So, so, okay. So overall, what are some of the aspects of social media and content marketing business owners should be aware of if they want to succeed on these various platforms and they say, I have to do all. Uh. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, they need to, to know their whys. Because a lot of companies, I notice, right, they know what they do, they know how they, how they do it, but they do not know why they do it. It's always going back to basics and people tend to forget about this. Mm. And then you need to be able to know what is the story about your company and then how can you create all of this from this basic information and create content and and to be pushed out across all the social media platforms. Of course, this takes time. You need to be able to create creative content as well because essentially, how do you turn scrollers, basically people mm. sc- scrolling, right, right, on your device, sc- turning scrollers to followers? Right. Yeah, I think that is very important. So you need to be able to create a strong hook what makes people stop scrolling? Is it because of it was you have a great hook? Mm. Um, the short video, you know, challenges people's perception about things. Mm. So those are the things that they have to think about. It's not just about creating content and then you're done. Right. You mean using social media isn't simply just to promote my products and sell it? Uh, yeah, maybe that was 30 years ago or 30 yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah. Yes. Once upon a time. Yeah. So, how, you know, one of the things I've seen and heard is this misunderstanding between one thing you mm. the thing you noted there turning scrollers to followers yes. you didn't say turning scrollers to followers to customers, customers just yet yes. yeah. so it's a longer term journey the yeah. funnel is longer yes um, I have a sense that a lot of businesses who are unfamiliar with the way social media works are very impatient in terms mm. of yeah. oh why are we doing this what's the ROI yeah, hey I do this post what does it matter to my right. business yes. uh, I can't I can't get just followers with, with the conversion yeah, why the conversion yeah. Right. So so I I totally agree because, you know, businesses want quick ROI, right? So Mm. that's where actually they go to agencies that help them to run ads. But what happens if you run out of funds to run ads, right? Mm. So this is where you will actually differentiate yourself from all other companies out there because you have great content that actually engages with your audience. So when they have that problem, they'll think about your company right away. They won't think about other companies because they have seen your content. You have built relationship with them. So that actually where the actual conversion will happen. So it's a long-term lead generation and activation process. You can't be expecting it results now. It's an ongoing process. So it's basically, it's brand building, right? So because if you start businesses, you're not starting a business to last just what, five to 10 years, right? Mm. You want to build a legacy business. Hopefully, hopefully, right? 30, 40 years. (laughs) So, spend time b- to build your brand as well. It is actually an, an investment. Richard, looking ahead, uh, with the rise of generative AI, do you see uh, this as a looming threat or, well, potential opportunity for the digital marketing industry as people start looking to incorporate it into their businesses and their workflows? I think AI, it's a great thing that's actually happening uh, for this industry because like ChatGPT, for example, right? It's a great tool. It will actually help you generate content 
help you generate ideas that sometimes when you run out of ideas, you right. can't think like, okay, what am I going to write right. about? But they're going to help you in terms of creating that content. But I think what people need to focus, it's not just to purely focus on AI generated mm. content. They still have to infuse their personalities. Yes. And I believe because people want to be related to humans. It's right. not, they don't want to relate to another AI and, and those kind of things. Like So for example, you Frida, right? Yeah. You, you said you like LinkedIn mm. and the more reason people want to interact with you because mm. you're not an AI, you're a personality. Yeah, right. And that is actually whoever able to leverage on that, they can go far. Yeah. A conversation for another day, I was just talking to, about mm. chat GPT, you know, like we ask something, right? They're great prompters. Yes. They're great prompters and, ah, oh, yeah, then I then mm. I, I see these prompters and they connect it to a personal experience, right? Yes. Because I've lived life. But I'm just thinking about the new generation where they've not lived life and that is their only mm-hmm. point of <laughs> reference. <laughs> they have no personality. Yeah. That is definitely a conversation for another <laughs> day, Frida, another day, even another day. the, the we'll time that we have we'll now. We'll call Richard back. We'll, we'll call Richard back we'll, and maybe we'll talk about how to tap into AI tools mm. Yeah. to create better content for your business and uh, for better storytelling. Yeah, Richard, sure. you game for that next time? Yes, for sure. Anytime, man. Okay. Fantastic. Richard, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Uh, that was Richard Kerr, Chief Storyteller and Founder at Richard Kerr Digital. If you missed any part of this conversation, you can catch the podcast on our website at bfm.my or download the BFM app. You can also find our shows on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and all the major podcast players. All you got to do is open up those apps and look up BFM Enterprise Bizbytes. Right, looking ahead at the, after the 1pm news bulletin, we've got the Breakfast Grill replay. Uh, Deloitte is the largest professional services network by revenue and number of executives in the world. CEO Yi Wingping shares with us how the pandemic has changed the business model, the operating landscape and the current issues faced by the industry. Can that catch that conversation after the 1pm news bulletin? I'm Roshan Kynison with Frida Liu and this has been Enterprise Bizbytes. Taking you up to the 1pm news bulletin, here is Annie Taylor with Telephone on BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.